This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, December 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. New DPR Director. Ballot measure takes aim at AG. Dole remembered for achievements on battling hunger. And more money found for farmer technical assistance. DPR gets fourth director in three years. Governor Newsom has appointed Julie Henderson as director of the Department of Pesticide Regulation, the DPR, a role she has been covering as acting director since July. Henderson pledged to, quote, accelerate their transition to safer, more sustainable pest management, carrying the torch of the previous director, Val Dolcini. She previously served as Deputy Secretary of Public Affairs at Cal EPA, where she was instrumental in enacting the agency's ban on the insecticide Corpyrfos. She has also served as an advisor to former Governor Jerry Brown and on a previous Attorney General's executive staff. Doncini left DPR abruptly in July to advocate for the pesticide manufacturing industry as Syngenta's head of business sustainability and government affairs in Washington, D.C. He took over the position from Theresa Marks, who had resigned weeks earlier after a short tenure as acting director following the retirement of Brian Leahy. The chief deputy director had left a few weeks before Dulcini. And on that note, Newsom has also appointed a new Cal EPA Deputy Secretary for Environmental Justice, Tribal Affairs, and Border Relations. A member of the Navajo Nation, Bada Becker, has worked with water issues for the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority, as well as Navajo Nation Division of Natural Resources. She has also led clean drinking water effects in the Colorado River Basin. New ballot proposal takes aim at AG's authority. The California Attorney General's office was at the center of lawsuits during the last election cycle over how then-Attorney General Xavier Becerra had chosen titles and summaries for initiative. Now a new ballot measure would strip the office of that authority, placing it instead within nonpartisan legislative analyst's office. The Secretary of State last week cleared the petition for gathering signatures. Bob Dole, former Kansas senator and presidential candidate, dies at 98. Bob Dole's death yesterday brought a slew of tributes for the Kansas legislator who helped to expand the food stamp program and whose name is on a significant international food program. The McGovern Dole International Food for Education and Child Nutrition Program, which provides school meals and food for nursing mothers and young children, saved the lives of countless young people who would otherwise have died in infancy and brought dignity to tens of millions of families at home and abroad. That President Joe Biden in a statement that hailed Dole's bipartisanship. In the Senate, though, we often disagree. He never hesitated to work with me or other Democrats when it mattered most, Biden said. Senator Jerry Moran, the Kansas Republican who uses Dole's old desk on the Senate floor, called the former Senate Majority Leader an exemplary statesman who was a leader on ending global hunger. Dole helped create an urban-rural partnership to pass the 1973 Farm Bill that expanded the food stamp program throughout the country. 
You can read more about Bob Dole at agripulse.com. Senate Democrats beef up ag climate funding. AgriPulse has obtained the text of the Senate ag provisions for the massive Build Back Better bill. The provisions would add more than $2 billion in conservation technical assistance to the bill as it passed the House, plus $150 million in additional funding for ag research. The House passed version of the Build Back Better bill had just $200 billion for technical assistance. The Senate version would bring that to $2.35 billion. It's not clear where Senate Democrats got the money for the increase. Democrats on the Senate Ag Committee succeeded in getting the additional money for technical assistance. Advocates of climate-based farming practices have argued that it's critical to provide farmers with the guidance and advice they need to apply for Farm Bill conservation programs. Now keep this in mind. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer, the New York Democrat, wants to get the bill passed before the end of the year. Both Republicans and Democrats have been making their pitches to the two Democratic senators who are key to the bill's fate, that Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Semina of Arizona. If Manchin and Semina don't get on board before Christmas, there won't be a vote before Christmas, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell told AgriPulse this weekend. For more on the D.C. agenda this week, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. U.S. misses out on growing fruit demand from Philippines. Consumers in the Philippines have been eating a lot more fruit during the pandemic, and the country has ramped up imports to meet that demand. But U.S. farmers and exporters are not getting any of that increased business because of supply chain disruptions. Getting U.S. commodities on Asian-bound ships has been so difficult that U.S. fruit exports to the Philippines actually dropped at 35% to just $32.5 million in 2020. That's according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Meanwhile, overall imports by the Philippines rose 36%, $695 million. China and Australia saw their exports of fresh fruit to the Philippines rise by 80% and 17% respectfully in 2020. Chinese exporters remain a big part of the problem. U.S. demand for Chinese products is so strong that exporters in China are paying ocean carriers extra to return containers empty after they're unloaded at U.S. ports. The U.S. primarily ships apples, oranges, grapes, cherries to the Philippines. U.S. cherry exports are the only category to increase last year, and that's because they're flown over to the country. Department of Agriculture doles out $633 million in power and biofuel funds. The Department of Agriculture plans to distribute some $633 million in loans and grants aimed at bolstering rural power infrastructure and making higher blends of biofuels more available to consumers. All told, the funding will be split among 791 projects in all 50 states and Puerto Rico. The money is set to flow through five different USDA programs. Community Facilities Disaster Grants, which will receive $195,300. Electric Loans for Renewable Energy Program, $241.8 million. Rural Energy for America Program, $355.8 million. Rural Energy Savings Program at $32 million. And the Higher Blends Infrastructure Incentive Program at $3.1 million. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. 
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, December 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Allen.